Hi, and welcome to Let's Look. I'm Emily Van Meter, and today we will be talking to Emma Kramer. She is a current MFA student at Ohio University. Her large-scale self-portraiture focuses on her childhood relationship with religion and how it's shaped her practice today. Enjoy! Uh, I'm Emma Louise Kammerer. I am a first-year painting and drawing MFA student at Ohio University, uh, and I primarily work in oil paint. Okay. So what are the overarching themes of your focus, of your practice? Yeah, so right now I'm really focusing uh, my personal experiences as a woman, um, the way I've been treated throughout my life by the main figures and the institutions that I have grown up mm-hmm. in and around. Um, and I just package my experiences as ways for people to relate with and to start a discussion with. Mm-hmm. So about like the institutions you have, do you mind sharing specifics? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in a private school setting, a private Lutheran school, Um, and so there was a very set standard for the role of women and what women were allowed to do, say, and wear, Um, and I felt really boxed in, and um, like my future was already set for me before, you know, I even thought about it. Yeah. So I'm relaying a lot of those experiences of especially in this painting Mm -hmm. like the Madonna whore complex and how like I've been boxed into feeling like I'm being judged based off of just the assumption of my sexuality Mm -hmm. of you know how much clothing I'm wearing how much skin I'm showing um the expectation of being a wife or a mother one Mm -hmm. day and just all those narratives that are constantly being pressed on young women Mm -hmm. ever since you know they're old enough to yeah talk yeah um so that goes into my next question about just what projects you're working on now so you're just exploring this yeah i'm really early into my work here at ohio and i pretty much have free reign to work on anything that Mm -hmm. i want to work on which is crazy but awesome um so this this painting is you know madonna horror complex um I put myself as the Madonna mm-hmm. whore, um, using like religious iconography as well as these hypersexual flowers in the background, yeah. um, just to kind of talk about those issues I've experienced mm-hmm. with. Um, this one on the right is a newer series um, that I recently just did a photo shoot on to get my source images. Yeah. And I'm thinking it's going to be a triptych. Okay. I have three images selected for it. And this is just the first one that I've been working on. Um, And I based it off of the wine god Bacchus or Dionysus. Um, And I want to talk about themes of excess and addiction Mm -hmm. and how that is passed on from one generation onto me and Mm -hmm. then onto the next yeah through the bloodline so um i have three loose titles for it it is one painting is going to be called anointment one is atonement 
and the other is baptism. Wow. And I believe this one is baptism. So this, yeah. this I'm technically working on the last mm-hmm. one first. Um, just because it's going to be more technically hard. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I wanted to tackle it as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And this painting is all about me inevitably passing on yeah. the curse of my bloodline onto whoever mm-hmm. comes next. And yeah. It's kind of like my apology to them. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're getting this. Inevitability. <laughs> um, yeah. I've yet to like conceptualize that and yeah. talk about that in like fancy art words. So. But that's okay. I feel yeah. like the best art is almost formulated in this hyper personal kind of jar this is just sitting there and you don't know how to put it into words but you can paint it yeah that's that's how i work in my early yeah like i have these ideas and i have little tiny mm-hmm. talking points and my sketchbook is just yeah filled okay. um and when it comes to talking about it, i'm like oh uh, <laughs> would anybody like to see my sketchbook <laughs> Is this the type of work that you did in your undergrad, or is this something that you're just now... Oh, God, no. So, <laughs> my undergrad, um, conceptual art really wasn't pushed. I really mm. focused a lot on ceramics, yeah. and um, I think my senior thesis was about essential workers, because it was, you know, yeah. pandemic. It was surrounding the figure, yeah. Um, but it definitely wasn't what I wanted to do with my art. Mm-hmm. So I went to Eastern Illinois for my MA, okay. and that really helped me discover, you know, my love of oil paint mm-hmm. and the figure, and specifically the female figure. Yeah. Um, and I was really telling other people stories, and kind of how young people interact with each other through their cell phones mm-hmm. and issues of consent and agency yeah. when it comes to viewing images you're not supposed mm-hmm. to. Um, when I came here, I was like, yeah, I want to do something different and yeah. talk about some things that really affect me mm-hmm. and get down to the nitty gritty of it. So. so you'd say that your journey within your practice like kind of went from technical to focusing on like a more global issue and, and then now diving into like a more personal yeah. aspect of it yeah really that's really interesting down. yeah it's definitely been like a funnel for mm-hmm. me of loose space to something really yeah tight-knit and um difficult for me to talk about mm-hmm. because it's things that you keep behind closed doors yeah but i mean what i'm seeing just now is amazing and you've been here for like six weeks yeah. <laughs> yeah. So going off of that like funnel esque kind of format, so when you hear the words like beginner, starter, or like up and coming, established, what do you think of those categories that we often put artists in? You know, I guess it just like sets to marginalize the community a bit mm-hmm. um, and separating people from, you know, how much time that they've had in the art world versus, you know, the quality mm-hmm. of their work and the, the things that they're trying to say, mm-hmm. at least from conceptual art. Yeah. Um, that's really the only background I can speak upon. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's some, some really rocks, like huge rock stars out there that 
you know, they wouldn't be put into the category of established. No. Yeah. No, they, they, their stories are just mm-hmm. as, you know, meaningful to talk about and get into shows and get that, yeah. that airtime, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes, you know, without the label of an MFA, yeah. they're not going to get into those shows. Mm-hmm. So there's almost like this exclusivity club that you have to yeah. get into. And then it's, you know, who you know. Mm-hmm. Very politicized. Very yeah. Um, God forbid you're a woman. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's um, a part of this project is to, I want to interview a wide range of people who may put themselves in the starter coming out established categories um, and kind of breaking down what that means. So for your practice, why paint? Why paint? Because you said that you went from ceramics. Yeah. You focused a lot on ceramics, and now you're obviously an oil painter. Yeah. So when I was 15, my dad sat me in front. He got me oil paints for my mm-hmm. birthday. And he took off a Monet print off the wall, and he said, paint that. <laughs> and I hated painting. I fucking hated it. Oh, my it. gosh. I didn't, I didn't know how to use oil paints. I wasn't trained. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to any classes. And so I was literally just, like, smearing paint mm-hmm. on this canvas. I wasn't doing what I fucking wanted it to yeah. do. Oh, And I hated oil paint for about six years. Yeah. And then during my MA program, they were like, stop, like, you know, you can use acrylic if you want, but mm-hmm. I think you really like oil. And so I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. Mm-hmm. They helped me out. They taught me how to use it. And slowly but surely, I really fell in love with the textures of it. It's mm-hmm. buttery. It's velvety. Um, and every, you know, new, I guess, mentor that I come along, they're like, you should try this paint. You should yeah. try this. Um, my favorite is the old Holland yeah. brand. Oh my goodness. I remember you talked about the whites. Ooh, it's this mm-hmm. one. <laughs> um, and it is buttery. <laughs> um, and I just really like the expressiveness of it. Yeah. Um, how just one little blob of white, mm-hmm. like right there, yeah. can indicate, oh, that's drip. Mm-hmm. You know, that's wet. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't think I can manufacture that with any other medium. Yeah. And there's something about the power standing in front of a painting, mm-hmm. especially if it's a large painting. Yeah. And just seeing the hand of the artist and kind of marveling at this spectacle mm-hmm. that's larger than life and yeah. it takes up space. Um, there's nothing quite like that. Yeah. And I mean, it demands to take up space. There yeah. is no way to shrink it or mm-hmm. um, belittle it, which is, I mean, yeah, paintings are one of the only kind of ways to make that happen. Mm-hmm. So what audience are you wanting to reach with these paintings? I know that that's kind of a big question, especially with such a personal project, but yeah. just like your practice as a whole. Yeah, um, young women, yeah. you know, I'm a part of a new generation. Um, we're shaped by the way uh, that we use our cell phones and the internet mm-hmm. and you know there's a really tight-knit community of women I feel like more than ever before um, 
And I don't like to think as feminisms as the traditional waves, because mm-hmm. I think that that narrative sets to divide us by our differences rather than unifying us on our similarities. Yeah. And there's a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this new generation of women is really like, pioneering that. Yeah. Um, and I'm just happy to be a part of that community. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious that you're, I mean, for me, sitting here looking at them, that that's who you're trying to reach. Like, mm-hmm. as a young woman, like, I just turned 20. Mm-hmm. Like, and for me, personally, having, like, religious trauma, like, these are images that speak to me. So I think that you're very much communicating that towards right. your work. Like, it's, it's a success. So, I know that you talked about the moment with your dad and oil painting and how you did it. Um, but is there a moment that is maybe a little more happier, you know? Well, it was um, a happy moment. Yeah, it's a happy moment looking back on it. Um, but is there a moment that made you want to pursue art? Like, there are so many what people classify as practical degrees that can be pushed to go into, but what made you decide to go for art? I'm going to have to go back on my dad again. <laughs> what um, an influential man. <laughs> what a guy. Howard's great. Um, <laughs> but I think I was in second grade, and I got this. I've always been really into drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember he sat down and he was like, I'm going to teach you how to draw a portrait. Mm. Um, and he just showed me basically, you know, you draw a circle, then you draw yeah. your guidelines. And at second grade, that was like mind blowing. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And at that moment, it really clicked. I was like, damn, I think I want to do this. <laughs> and ever since then, you know, I've kept that dream of being an artist. Yeah. And I've had, like, my family's been really supportive of that. That's great. And I'm, you know, I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. It's not everybody. Um, in the art community has a supporting family and we say, hey, I want to go to college uh, and do art. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> um, sure. And, you know, it's, it's all about having that support and mm-hmm. support group, Yeah, no matter who it is. Absolutely. As long as you got somebody that believes in you, mm-hmm. it makes the difference. So, I, you know, you've said that you were from Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. Why Ohio? Why did you come to Athens, Ohio of all tiny little places oh in the world? Um... Well, when I was at my MA, I knew I wanted to get my MFA. Mm-hmm. I, something that I had to do, because um, I do want to be a professor of post-secondary education. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of like your golden ticket, is your MFA. Yeah. Um, I also want to be an artist. Mm-hmm. And the MFA is kind of also your golden ticket. Yeah, <laughs> do that too. absolutely. And when I was at my MA program, my mentor, Chris, for Kaler, Chris Kaler, great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I was like, I don't really know where to start. Mm-hmm. I want to go to an MFA program that's going to work with concepts, yeah. that's going to really build me up and not just like spit me out mm-hmm. and say, bye, thanks yeah. for your money. <laughs> uh, I want to grow and I want to work hard because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a young woman and I'm ambitious and I know what the fuck I want to do. Yeah. Um, and Chris was like, Emma, I got the place for you. <laughs> um, he's like, Ohio University. He's like, I went to my MFA program with John Sabra. Mm-hmm. You, you'd love him. Yeah. And I was like, it's in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> you might go to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> and all my friends, we would always joke and say, Ohio's not real. Everyone's in Ohio. Like, they're, they're, they're not real. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and so I'm like, fine, I'll do my research and I'll apply. And I really fell in love with what was on paper. I was like, okay, I could see myself doing it, but I'm not convinced. Yeah. And I got accepted, had my little interview. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. Like I was shaking yeah. after I got done with my interview here. I was like, okay. Like that was the most intense mm-hmm. thing I've ever done in my life. And I think I got to at least check it out. Yeah. So I got in my car, drove six hours. Oh and, my gosh. And showed up in Athens, grabbed myself some coffee and met up with John and David. Mm-hmm. And... They showed me around, and they brought me here to the Ridges. Yeah. Plot me in Aaron and Brooke's studio. Oh, yeah. And I talked with them for about two hours. And the whole time I was sitting there, I was like, this is so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the art that, like, these people are making, like, yeah. it's amazing. And I was, like, shell-shocked, almost. And, mm-hmm. like, overwhelmed, overstimulated in, in a good way. Yeah. Um, and they were like, do you want to, like, come get coffee with us? Like, we're going to go to Donkey. And I was like, I got to go. <laughs> I have to drive. I have to drive six hours. It's like five o'clock. I'm not going to make it back in time. And I was like, but thank you. Yeah. They're like, can you just, just, you got to come here. You got to come. And I was like, okay, I'll think about it. Got in my car and I called my mom. And I was like, yo, I think I'm going to move to Ohio. <laughs> like, she's like, Is that, are you sure that's what you want to do? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never thought I'd say that, but here I am. And my mom's like, aren't you glad you visited? <sighs> and it's been a wild ride yeah. since, you know. And I consider myself to be very blessed to be in this program mm-hmm. and to be surrounded by talent. Yeah. I mean, talent. Um, and it just adds more fuel to my fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're obvious. I mean, from what I'm seeing here, you're obviously thriving. I mean, you've made so much work in six weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you've talked about all of the women that are here and like the talent that you're surrounded by. Mm-hmm. What's the community of women like here? Pretty tight. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. Like we go out for drinks, we hang out, um, invited to each other's homes mm-hmm. for dinners. Yeah, um, just we're friends. Mm-hmm. It's it's not competitive yeah and that was something that i was worried about like Mm -hmm. will people accept me for who i am the places that i've been Mm -hmm. the stories that i want to tell yeah and they have like just accepted me with open arms Mm -hmm. as a complete stranger yeah and that was amazing have you experienced that not happening i mean i know that because we're in such as women we're in such a pressurized state within the art world where like you either survive or you don't mm-hmm. have you in your undergraduate or your MA program did you experience that almost type of competitiveness that's forced almost uh, never out loud never said yeah. out loud you know well yeah um, my undergrad it was kind of messy from COVID mm, yeah so I think that really threw a wrench in what a lot of people wanted to do with mm-hmm. their art and um so I really didn't have like the too much competition like quote unquote competition yeah it, like competition um, in your face you yeah know? like it wasn't quite yeah, it was more so like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and mm-hmm. like shit yeah 
Like, well, what have I been doing the last four years? Mm-hmm. Um, and in my, my program, um, no, it wasn't super competitive there either. Like, it was pretty good. People mm-hmm. pretty much kept to themselves. Yeah. Um, quiet workers, but generally, like, you would walk into someone's studio and, you know, say, hey, yeah. hey how are you doing? What you working yeah. on? Talk for five minutes and mm-hmm. then leave. It was nothing, like, yeah. as tight-knit as it is here. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a community versus, yeah. you know, where I came from was a group of artists that happened to work in the same building. Yeah. Um, that got along. Yeah. You know, um, I'm, I'm grateful that there hasn't been, you know, horror stories. Yeah. Um, but, cause I've heard, I've heard, yeah, I've heard of it. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it's difficult as well because you do hear horror stories, but it's never necessarily about the woman. It's about the environment that she's placed in, mm-hmm. um, which is just, it can get toxic fast. Yeah, I've had, more, I've had more issues with professors than I've yeah. had with students. Um, my, my program, I won't name his name, Yeah, but he was my colloquium professor, and he wasn't in my committee, so I didn't really have much interaction with him, but it was technically, he was always questioning the words I was saying, like, mm. my research. Mm-hmm. And my first critique, I mentioned the male gaze, and he was like, well, Laura Mulvey defines the male gaze as this. And I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to read her whole essay, mm-hmm. um, Visual Pleasure and Narrative Cinema. And that's what I did. Um, <laughs> and in my last critique, I, I came yeah. through with all of my research, mm-hmm. and he was like, beautiful. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know it is. Um, but he was a very opinionated man. Um, and one girl in my program did a series of like very small, beautifully painted, um, intimate paintings of um, fruit and fingers, mm-hmm. fingering said fruit. Mm-hmm. And it was about sometimes queer sex and how that's hidden behind closed doors, and some of them are more violent, and some of them are more beautiful. Mm -hmm. Really well. Really, really well done. She actually was a grad here. Oh, yeah. Molly Markley. I don't know if you've heard of her. Oh, yeah. I have. Love her. Love Molly. But he did not like Mm. the work that she made. Nice. And came at her at our gallery talk. This was a public event. Wow. A public event. For the community. Nice. <laughs> and he's like, I think your work's obscene. And it, it, it should not, like, be here. There needs to be a warning. And I was just sitting there like, yeah, no fucking way. Mm-hmm. No way. And I have my work, which is some of them are selfies with, you know, yeah. you know booby, really hot selfies. Yeah. Um, and I was like, why the fuck didn't he say that about mine? And why yeah. is it just this? And I think I know why it's just this because mm-hmm. it's a representation of queer sex and female genitalia. Yeah. And obviously he's got little man syndrome and it's bugging him. Yeah. So that's yeah. That that was just very disappointing to mm-hmm. see. Of um, course, especially of someone who obviously has like power within mm-hmm. that system. Yeah. And luckily, you know, 
the Tarbell director, the Tarbell is the art institution in Charleston, Illinois, she spoke up and stood up for Molly's work and yeah. we had like a little powwow afterwards and she was like, that was unacceptable. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that that happened. Yeah. And it was really, really good coming together yeah. and working through this and mm-hmm. going to the department chair and saying, hey, this was really messed up. Yeah. We don't want other female students to have mm-hmm. to deal with this. And this isn't the only time he's done yeah. this. So it was messy, but yeah, there's going to be men like that. Absolutely. When you're making feminist art. Yeah. You're going to pinch a nerve. It's going to make them uncomfortable yeah. because they're in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. And typically men don't like to be in the hot seat. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Pushing on pressure points never quite goes over very well. Mm-mm. Especially for patriarchally yeah. inclined men. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I kind of want that response now. Yeah. I want to piss people off like that. Because mm-hmm. that's how you know your work's good. Yeah. Is when you, you get the men riled up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, getting a reaction is always getting a visceral reaction is always very interesting especially if that's like your the goal of your work mm-hmm. um is to incite some sort of actual question right yeah, it sparks a conversation yeah for sure so what are there any <coughs> what would you like someone who's interested in your practice or in your work um what would you like them to know about you about me yeah um that is a really good question. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm always willing to share my experiences, what I know, my knowledge, um, so I can build other people up. And I think that's the most important thing as a woman identifying artist is that you support especially other women identifying artists Mm -hmm. Um, because without that community we're just standing Mm -hmm. alone in a world we don't fit in yeah absolutely so we gotta reclaim our space take our space Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna do everything in my power to help everyone do it Mm -hmm. and I think that it's important that it's not you're not holding the burden alone right right like you're interested in creating that community no, mm-hmm. like no matter where you are yeah though you entered a space that already has a community you're actively engaging in it right which i think is so important thanks so much for listening we'll see you next time at let's look